I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Welcome back to our podcast, everybody. Hi. Happy Friday. It's always Friday here. Is it? Well, we always publish a podcast on Fridays. I mean, right now it's Thursday that we're recording. I was just going to say, I'm like, I don't know what day of the week it is. It all blends together. All the same now. As long as it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Well, we're happy you've joined us. <laughs> uh, so today we are talking about guest favors. Mm-hmm. And really we're going to talk about, like, do you really need them? It's a hot topic. <laughs> it is. And, and I always find it's like a last minute decision. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't think you could plan your wedding and you're like your vision of everything and the guest favors high up there. I feel it's like one it's of those, one of the last things you think about. It's like, ooh, we're going to have a food station <laughs> and it's going to be beautiful. And then my guest favor is like, what? No, that's not how you plan that's your wedding. That's how you explain your wedding. So <laughs> I think, but it is an important topic to talk about because it is a bit of a conflicting topic. For sure. Yeah. Like, do you need it? What do you use? What do you have? Mm-hmm. Are people going to like it? So there's a lot of things to explore on this topic. And we're going to help you out. I like it. Uh, So let's give um, a little history lesson. We always like to kind of give you an educational piece to our podcast. I always find it really amazing how much history there actually is in hosting a wedding. So much. Every time we do a podcast so far, we're like, wait a sec. There's actually a lot of history around what this is. Guest favor? It's not just... It's not just... It's not just a lighter anymore. It actually dates far back. A story. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's uh let's take it back to the 16th century, actually hmm. very very far back. So the bride and groom, uh, it's kind of noted, I'd say in Eastern European culture, that's kind of where they found it, uh, that the bride and groom would make knots of lace and ribbon, and they were called love knots, and they cool. were given to each guest as a symbolism of a bond of their love. It was also considered um, good luck, and this was like the the guest memento of their wedding. So Aww. I think as you're passing out these gifts, it's like, oh, you're going to bless our wedding through all of our guests as well. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. I'm all about symbolism. <laughs> Figuratively. <laughs> uh, but I also found some information as early as the 13th century, where in Italian novels, there were almonds given away at weddings. And we will circle back to that topic in a second. But Remember that. Put that in your memory bank. So back in the day, a wedding was considered a very, very lucky occasion. And by passing out gifts, the couple felt they were passing their luck on to guests. There were specific favors given out. And this was all before, you know, some of the favors we see today, like matches, (laughs) bottle openers. So romantic. We'll get into that. I'm pretty sure I'll get the French pronunciation right, but the Italian version... And I'm going to say it with my inner 
like uh, Italian bird. <laughs> and then I'll correct you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is bomboniere. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Now I just watched my cousin Vinny. Marissa okay. Tomei, yes. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I love, love, love that movie. will never get old. Uh, it's essentially driven from the word bonbon or bonbon, uh, which I know that is French, which means candy. Candy. Yes. Uh, the French used to, as their guest favorite, they used to fill jeweled encrusted boxes filled with bonbon. Mm-hmm. And, and it was also like a, like a sugar coated candy because sugar was actually considered super expensive. So it was like a luxury and a very expensive takeaway for guests, which I, I'm into as well. <laughs> and the Italians, they would wrap their guest favors in fancy boxes or tool uh, and they wouldn't limit this to weddings they would uh do it for celebrations for birthdays it, it wasn't like a specific chocolate or candy but it was always something on the sweet side mm-hmm. and then lastly the greeks had a similar tradition they gave out sugar covered almonds and the greeks they called that i can never say the word kufeta so let's circle back to what i talked about those almonds found in 13th century they are most likely called the Jordan almonds, which mm. are arguably the most famous guest favor to this day. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's basically five almonds dipped in a bright sweet coating and definitely on the sweet side. It's not a chocolate. It's, it's definitely sugar based. Right? It's like a it's like a sugar, basically. So you take an almond and you're you kind of repeatedly dip it into this like kind of a sh- liquidy sugar so it hardens. It's like a hard case around the almond it's really tasty and as a little kid you sit there and you crack into those little things oh so good so delicious and the five almonds in the packages represented something about wedding wishes to the couple so the first one can anybody guess what people want to happen after the wedding first comes love then comes marriage then comes babies. In the baby carriage. <laughs> Fertility. Nice. <laughs> so that was one of them. Uh, the second one was health. So good health and prosperity. Of course. Uh, third one, I like wealth. <laughs> Absolutely. Paid <laughs> forward. Why not? Right? You have babies. If you have some wealth. For pay for them. <laughs> happiness. That's lovely. That's nice. And fifth, longevity. Yeah. So keep that divorce rate down. <laughs> Eat some sugar-covered almonds. Yes. Yeah. Wishes. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, some other countries and what they kind of do and still kind of use that tradition today. So Spain gives out, I think it's called detalles, which is a favor given uh, when the couple visits each table to thank them for coming to their wedding. So it's like the toast a table. That's what we yes. call it in the, in the industry. So basically, when dinner's served... Us as planners will get the bride and groom, get them to stand up, and walk to each table saying, thank you for coming, take a photo, and then continue. It's not for everybody, but we know how to do it fast. <laughs> so I guess in Spain, they do a similar version of this, but then they also give the favors to their guests individually. So that's I guess that's like nice. a good way to make sure you talk to everybody because you gave them the gift. Exactly. So like a that. nice way to kind of thank everyone, too. Yeah. That's cool. In Russia, they give out a tiny picture or a small candle. I could not find what type of tiny picture. <laughs> but is there yeah. a drawer out there full of tiny pictures <laughs> from weddings? Tiny baby tiny. pictures. <laughs> for Ed. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I'd be curious to know, actually, 
what those what the tiny picture is. So I'm assuming like of the couple, but I don't. I don't. I know. don't know. I couldn't find anything. Well, if any of you are listening and you know the answer to this, please let, let us know. know because yeah. I'm genuinely curious. Totally. Like if you've been to a wedding in your earlier days or recently and you saw a tiny picture, like we would love to know your experience. I don't know what this that. is. If this is like a saint, if this is, yeah, I think it's. I think it's probably if it's, if it's a pos- prosperity, good luck. That sort of thing. I, it might be a saint. I get that. Um, I feel like it would be well interesting to be giving a photo of the bride and groom <laughs> at the wedding, <laughs> like a teeny tiny <laughs> keychain photo. <laughs> Don't forget about us. Yeah. <laughs> Hang this on your fridge. Okay, so <laughs> that's different. Cool. And another weddings, uh, Irish weddings, they would give out small bells. Oh, that's cute. Yes. And in India, now this was an easy one to find. They give a lot of elephant-themed uh, guest favors. So mm-hmm. like a place card holder, a decal, or a chocolate or something. But it was very elephant-focused. That and makes I think sense. We all know kind of in the Indian culture, elephant does bring good luck and prosperity. Well, there's and sacred animals too as well. So that makes sense. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, so I'm definitely not the resident nerd here with the art history major. <laughs> Let However, me readjust my glasses. <laughs> uh, because of Hercules, Disney's Hercules, I love me some Greek mythology. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so it turns out the idea behind the almonds as a takeaway for guest favors comes from a story in Greek mythology, the story of Demophon. I think that's how you say his name. That's why I had a question mark at the end. <laughs> but Demophon. Yes. <laughs> So there was like a bunch of different ways the story was told, but I'll tell you kind of what I collected and figured out a bit. So he was the king of Athens and he fought in the Trojan War and then he returned home and he fell in love with a woman named Phyllis, who was the daughter of a neighboring king in Thrace. Thrace. However, like the day after their wedding, so they got married, it was beautiful. Next day, he either left to go to his father's funeral to go on a sailing expedition or to Cyprus. So he basically just left. Yeah. So he like traveled to do some kind of quest. I don't know what it was, but in his travels, he forgot about his wife. I don't know. How. Was she so new? Perhaps. Oh, shiny new car at home. <laughs> forgot. And eventually he returned years later to find that she had died and the gods had granted uh, to turn her into an almond tree. I don't know. That's just what happened. Okay, we'll go with it. So he hugged the tree in sadness, remembering, oh, my poor wife. Well, okay, well, you made your bed. You might as well lie in it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot about me a thousand years later. Hello. When he hugged her, the tree went into full bloom, symbolizing their love for one another. Aww. Really? Like, the love showcased the almonds sprouting from the tree. Today, on our segment of Planner's Perspective, is we are talking about guest favors. Mm So for you new listeners joining us today, the Flanders Perspective segment is when we take one topic or element of your wedding day and discuss and debate both sides of the coin. Think of us like your coffee filter. Everyone is giving you confusing information and opinions. We take it and filter it into smooth and sensible advice. With all those worries and concerns bouncing back and forth in your brain, it's hard to stay sane when you have friends and family offering conflicting advice. After we discuss all of this, stay tuned for some more information that'll help you make a decision that works best for both of you. Okay, so today's topic, guest favors, yes or no. So let's talk about the points. Edible guest favors. We always, If you're going to do a guest favor, <laughs> yeah. make it edible. I think of anything, if, if 
all the weddings that we've done, of all the things that have been left behind, nobody's left behind food. Nobody leaves behind chocolate. You can always pop it in your pocket too or your purse for later, mm-hmm. but like nobody leaves food behind. So yeah. people are always delighted to get food when they sit. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> it totally is. Um, it also, like, besides being like a nice decorative piece, it also feeds your guests. So it, it gives double duty. Double duty. I love it. And uh, like, who doesn't love a sweet treat? Yeah. <laughs> right. And there's so many great places that you can go to as well. I mean, you can do something that kind of fits in a little bit with your decor as well. There's some really great places you can feature too. I mean, the one really cool thing I went to go to my friend's wedding actually in Ontario a few years ago, and they actually had jam. It was homemade jam so from one of the uh, the farms that was Local. down the street, mm-hmm. and it was actually she got married actually in the, my hometown. So it was actually really nice to be able to bring a little bit of jam back from, <laughs> you know, back from my hometown. So that was really cool. Um, and even here too, I mean, there's some really amazing places you can check out. I mean, Lulu Island, for example, they have honey. And we yes, have one yeah. of our clients. Actually, we've had a few of our clients that have used their little honey jars. And that's a really sweet something you can give. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet of you to so join sweet. us. That's usually the yeah. tag on there. Yes. Um, and actually, I, I live really close to Granville Island. And every time I go visit, Lemon Square is there as well. And they are so awesome. It's really, it's a really cute, very small little Lemon Square. And they do it um, in a small um, kind of a bite-sized thing, already pre-done, pre-wrapped, ready to go. You literally drop it on the table and go. It's cute. It's perfect. Keeps you busy. You have to unwrap it. Keeps you focused (laughs) for a couple minutes. And then you have a little something sweet after. Totally. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we talked about our couple, Alana and Manny. We love you guys. Hey, guys. (laughs) They're also caterers as well. So they're in the wedding industry. So Alana is a pastry chef. Oh, yeah. A very good one. We know. Our love handles know. (laughs) Uh, So she decided to take on this project to make individual wedding cakes for all of her guests. Normally, I would have not suggested it, but because she is a professional pastry chef and her wedding has a lot of elements that spoke to them, it was perfect. (laughs) It totally made sense. Mm -hmm. And it was they were so, so good. Yeah. They were so friggin' good. And then guests, a lot of them took it home because mm-hmm. they couldn't eat it. So awesome. Yeah. But she had a lot of take. She had take out boxes available, so that was mm-hmm. a, a great idea on their half. But it looked beautiful and with everything, and people loved it. It was a great thing. Also, her wedding was in the winter, so she didn't have it outside in August where the cakes could melt. It's so true. <laughs> she had it in the winter time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so continuing on. Now we. Cannot stress this enough, but make sure it matches your decor. Yes. Or at least complements it or is not bland, but like a, a, enough of a calm palette of color mm-hmm. to pair with anything. So, for example, uh, in Chinese culture, red is considered very, very lucky. So oftentimes you'll see uh, red envelopes significating like lucky money. Or red, like, uh, boxes, boxes with candy in them. Yeah. Super beautiful. Totally get the symbolism. But if you have selected a white and blush palette for your guest tables and the soft, romantic feel to place a red box on there is an eyesore. <laughs> yes. I would actually even go further. Um, we had a wedding, actually, where the colors were purple and orange because it was in the fall. And it actually was appropriate because it was in the fall. But using that palette, and you wouldn't necessarily want to be putting a red. You wouldn't really want to be. You would want to try and match it as much as you can. You go 
you probably plan a lot and you're thinking a lot about what the actual look of your reception is going to be. You want to walk in there and be wowed. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. You know, you've probably done all this work. Maybe you've hired a company to come in and create this beautiful landscape for you and your guests to come in and enjoy the evening. If you (laughs) choose to have a favor that totally sticks out, it is the only thing you are going to see in all of your photos. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it and you can't Photoshop it out. So you're always going to see it. So it's just literally a sea of just different things. So we suggest that if you are thinking of including some kind of a favor, be very conscious about it. It's one of the ways that we actually suggest that you incorporate an accent color. Mm -hmm. So if say, for example, you have uh, maybe blush and whites and sage greens, and you want to have gold as like your accent, for example, use your favor as a way to bring in that gold because a little bit of gold is very elegant, very whimsical, very beautiful. A lot of gold is just super chachi. <laughs> Think of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? So yes. you want to you want to keep it intentional. You want to keep it really beautiful. And you don't want to be angry when you look at your photos. I mean, like, no. what is this <laughs> shenanigans? No, no. <laughs> uh, another point we want to talk about is make sure it's something meaningful to you as the couple. So don't just pick like a favor just because you like the look like of you it. Have to. You have to. Yeah. So I like to use uh, Ryan and Kim, friends of mine. Um, I did their wedding for them as a great example of guest favors. Kim really loved this uh, soap, I believe from Rocky Mountain Soap Company. It was like, a, it was kind of like a BC local, very well-known soap company. So she got smaller mini sizes of soaps and tied little ribbons on them. And then they were placed on each guest's favor. And then in their speeches, they did communicate with the crowd that it was her favorite soap place. And she wanted to share it with her guests. Nice. I guess we'll have more of the connection. If you let them know there's a reason that piece is on the yeah, table, they don't leave it behind. Like, uh, like tea bags are really great, but most people won't take them. You have to let them know why it means something to you. Yes. Like this blend is, what we drink every morning or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or like we traveled somewhere and had this like tea. So like reiterate it to your guests why this particularly means something to you too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. How about making a donation? Yeah. I love this idea. Um, we've actually seen a few of our clients do something like this. So I had one client uh, where they decided to donate all of the funds to the uh, animal shelter where they got their beloved dog Aww. from, and it was a it was pretty funny actually. They had this huge blown up photo of their dog, <laughs> and the best man was like, "I know this looks like we're at a memorial for Maggie, but honestly, it's not. This is just to show you where the you know the value of your favors have gone, and it's to support this really cool organization that's taking care of all of these poor little pooches and little kitties and." all these animals and, and that's that's where we got her from so it's a was important to them mm-hmm. we had another couple um that did something a little different where um her father had passed away and his his father passed no, away and his, it's and his, his it's her father his mom no his mom did pass away no was, but they had like because so their guest saver reads i have it in front of me so it says we made a donation to the bc cancer agency in memory of the bride's dad and in honor of the groom's mom. 
I think she must have been, uh, she was there. So she was there, she but I feel like his father had also passed away. That's right. So basically what it Maybe was. Maybe honor, is, yes. Okay. Yeah. So basically what it was is this, this couple um, had been affected on both sides by cancer. And so they decided that instead of spending money on a favor that they wanted to make that donation to BC Cancer Foundation, which is really, really, really sweet. And then it's amazing gesture and it meant something to them. And I think that's really, really cool. So you don't have to feel like you, if you're struggling to come up with a favor, it just doesn't mean anything to you, but there's an organization that's, that's really important to you, then, then donate it to that instead. Yeah. And they usually say like in lieu of favors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with this particular situation, they had name cards, tented name cards. So on one side, it had the name with a beautiful design. On the back, it had in lieu of favors and then the information there. So everybody kind of knew. So it matched the decor. It meant something to them and it kind of fit perfectly with the bill. Nice. Yes. So as your planners, this is the behind the scenes stuff that we always see. Consider leftovers. So the amount of times we've done weddings, and we go to the table and we start cleaning up and the favors are just everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> I mean, it just, it's frustrating on behalf of the clients mm-hmm. because, you know, they the probably were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some where they're like Tic Tacs left behind. Yes. I've had lip gloss left behind. Mm-hmm. I've had lighters left behind. Bottle openers. Bottle openers left awful. behind. There's yeah. a lot of things that you... Matchboxes. Matchboxes. Or like perfect you know (laughs) oh man (laughs) and and they were thinking about it and sometimes they're really punny and Mm. you know you you know that she probably makes sense if you're like a punny couple (laughs) yeah but at the same time you have to expect that you're gonna be you're gonna have a lot of that left behind because you know consider couples for example or girls for example ladies you show up, you're all done up. You've got a really small clutch. And now you expect me to bring all of this shit home with me. Like <laughs> I'm going to leave it here. Cause I don't have room because I had to wedge in some tiny little flip flops into my purse because I'm changing out. Cause my heels are killing me. There's, you know, you've got no room. It's true. It's so, true. All the time. so we have uh, clients, uh, Caitlin and Matt, and they're a great example of how to use a guest. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they had a oh, like 250. Mm-hmm. They had a big wedding. They had a huge wedding. Yeah. It was great. And they, so in his family, the mom or like the aunties or whatever always made a fruitcake. So instead of putting it at each guest like setting, and they kind of knew that no, not everybody would go for it, they had it in a basket at the door. Yeah. So I'd say like she made maybe a hundred pieces, and she was like, you know, the people that know that it exists will come and grab it, and whoever else new to the experience will also grab it. Mm-hmm. So that was a good way to reduce waste, also give out like a like a favor only if the guests wanted to take it home. That makes sense. Yeah. I actually had a, a client do that as well. They um, made a bunch of individual cheesecakes. They were so friggin' good. I may or may not have five of them. Um, <laughs> no, I only had one. Um, it was quality control. I have oh, to nice. make sure they tasted okay. okay? You have to make sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, well, you but you do the weddings for the money? No. We do it for the free no. food. I get fed. It's fine. <laughs> Um, we're so spoiled when we get on site. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but she had set up these uh, individual cheesecake jars, like these little mini sort of the smaller mason jars. And she had, what, about 100, 150 people. And she really only had like 50 to 70 maybe. Mm-hmm. She had less than half. And she says, honestly, there's so much food. 
I know that most people are not going to go through their favors. So I'm just going to put it off to the side and whoever wants it, they can grab it as they go. And she literally made like the perfect amount. I think she had two or three left over. Like she didn't have a lot left over, which is great. Cause then of course there's no food waste mm-hmm. or, or just the waste of all of the time and energy. Cause I think she actually made them all herself. So if you're making all of these favors as well, be really um, conscious about what you're doing and why you're doing it and how many you're doing as well. Yeah. In um, a great example I really like is like those hangover kits. <laughs> those are so rad. No, they're super cute, but like not everybody's going to want to take one home. So it's nice to maybe order, you know, 50% of your guest count and then just have them at the front so people can just take them whenever they want. Yeah. But you don't need it at every place setting. It just looks like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think, again, it kind of comes down to being a little intentional um, about what you provide. So another great example I like to, to share is um, I had a bride who, a bride and groom, they got married at the Sea to Sky Gondola and they were all staying in town in downtown Vancouver. And these, this was a destination wedding. Everyone came up from the U S so nobody had cars. Nobody knew, you know, nobody knew how to get there. So the bride very smartly arranged to have two shuttle buses, bring everyone up and bring everyone back. Smart. Super smart. She might've been a wedding planner. She may or may not have definitely been a wedding planner. Um, Hey Sam, what's up? Um, <laughs> but what she decided to do, and she arranged this with the caterer, which was the venue as well, um, was to actually have little takeout snacks for everybody. It's a forty-five so minute smart. drive from the Sea to Sky Gondola in Squamish back to downtown Vancouver, and she's like, "We need to have some snacks. I got to feed these people. They've been drinking and dancing all night, you know." <laughs> so, so we she actually printed out. Some stickers. I love it. Um, snacks and shit is what she said. <laughs> it was just so... It was elegant, though. It was oh, it was yeah. just so appropriate to the bride and groom. They're hilarious. And uh, gave them to me, and I worked with the, with the venue, and we, we, you know, we got them all ready to go, and we had them at a table. And as all of the guests were disembarking the mountain, everybody grabbed a, a little container. They took the gondola down boarded the bus and they head back to Vancouver Perfect. and it was I'm awesome. such a happy camper. Like someone had me some snacks. Yes. Please. Oh, it's fabulous. <laughs> I think they were bow buns, I think. Oh. And, oh, so uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I may or may not have had to test a couple of those too. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so in this case as well, if your budget isn't just allotting to have guest favors, maybe ask a parent to contribute this portion of your wedding day Mm -hmm. it's not the most ideal but most of the time your parents want to help you somehow Mm -hmm. and a guest favor is somewhat on the safe side to be like here you can be in charge of this cost right because like the worst thing they can do is really like select a bad color but you can always just put them at the front (laughs) (laughs) you just kind of hide them but it gives them something a way to contribute it's not a huge cost necessarily to them depending on what they select but like, as you as an overall budget, sometimes the guest favor is just, like, too much to take on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember looking at stuff. It was like, nine bucks a pop. Or we had that wedding. Um, we had one wedding. And they etched wine glasses. And they wanted to do wine. Beautiful s- idea. Stemless wine glasses and brandy snifters. Those things were working mm-hmm. out to be 15 bucks a pop. Bananas. Crazy expensive. Bananas. Here's your red solo cup. Thanks for coming <laughs> to our wedding. <laughs> Well, they actually ended up doing working with a local vendor, and they actually had candles. West Thirteen, yeah, West Thirteen. They can brand. 
or they can put your names on them. Yeah, it was they so were great. Yes. It was awesome. And they're actually a travel candle, which worked out perfectly because this wedding was actually also a destination wedding. So guests had to still travel back up to, you know, where they came from. They're coming from Kelowna. Mm-hmm. So you have this little really cool, you know, dated candle. Um, it smells amazing. And uh, you could just easily pack it into your luggage. There I'm pretty sure I have one. I think it's like in my closet. <laughs> I think I may have tried one as well. Oh, yes. They've ordered extra for us. <laughs> <laughs> we may have one or two. But they were so awesome. And that was really great, too, because, again, you're kind of using a lo- local talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a functional gift. Everyone oh. loves candles. Who doesn't like a candle? You can't mm-hmm. say no. Mm-hmm. Another thing we haven't really touched on is don't have them. Like So true. People are going to miss it. <laughs> no, absolutely. People don't know what they don't know, right? We so. always say that, yes. And, and you know, like when you're a guest at a wedding, you're not going to be like, yeah, like the food was awesome and like the DJ, but like, yo, I didn't get my guest favor. Like <laughs> nobody says that. <laughs> I dare you. Like, come to the bride after this entire wedding. Yes, like, yeah. So I was looking on the table and um, I just, I can't seem to find the favors. <laughs> no. It does not happen. And it just is, like, stressful to try to find the stuff, especially since there's so much time in it, and sometimes it doesn't even get recognized. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a guest favor, we often suggest that you go for something sweet, like a dessert table, donuts, or a candy table. Yeah. And a candy table doesn't need to be tacky. It can be elegant. You can get all the same colors. Party City's great, and there's also services that can do it for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably probably why candy tables became so popular. Mm-hmm was that people were using it as doubling it up as a favor as well. So you have, you know, those personalized little baggies that would say like love is sweet or some cute little saying yeah, and it would have the sweet, take a treat. Right. And it would have like the date on it and the name and you would mm-hmm. fill it up and you would go. Now I've been to many weddings as a guest and also as a wedding planner and I have 900% seen every time someone's little cousin Bring a, drag a chair from across the room and park it in front of the candy buffet. That kid has had more sugar before he's had dinner. It never ends well. He's going to have a sugar crash. There will be tears. Not good. That's our next topic now. <laughs> yeah, like don't, don't stress. You don't have to have them. No, absolutely not. And they are beautiful and they do add an element to your day, but it, it's not going to make or break the day, like we said. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and lastly is, don't stress about the guest favor. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I like mean, we it, said, yeah, it doesn't necessarily make or break your day. No, of course. I think people are there to see you as a couple. They're there to celebrate your day. Whatever you offer them, I think they're going to be so happy with. And however you decide, if you decide you want to do favors, however you decide that, what that's going to look like, um, people, you know, people will be happy with that. Mm-hmm. I think what we're just trying to suggest is be intentional with your favors. If you decide you want to do them, don't just do them for the sake of doing them. Don't just slap something together and throw it on the table and then be upset when I hand back to you an entire <laughs> basket full of your favors because nobody necessarily wanted them because they weren't functional, which is usually the biggest reason why. So Mm-hmm. I think if you do anything, make it so that it makes sense for you guys. Make a donation. Make something edible. Make something functional. And Absolutely. make it bloody pretty. 
yeah, so I think <laughs> I was gonna say let's do real talk, but I feel like we just I just feel it. like I just totally real talked mm-hmm. that guest favorite. That's how I feel about that. But like summarize <laughs> it again. Yeah, it's gotta be edible. Make sure it fits with your decor theme and like don't stress about it. It's yeah. not like a big deal. Like nobody knows that, that Amazon Prime did not come th- that day. They don't care. <laughs> like, Absolutely. They gave a shit about how they felt on that day. Did they get their bellies full of food? Did they get a drink at the bar? Did they have an awesome time dancing? Did they get moved by the speech? <laughs> Did my guest favor make it to the table? No. no. So don't stress about it. It's an awesome addition to your table. And then there's so many creative ways to do it as we've explored. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you don't have one, that's okay too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we actually have a blog post about this on our website. Uh, it's called Seven Pieces of Practical Advice when it comes to your guest favor. So this will actually give you the visual to what we just broke down for you today. Mm-hmm. So feel free to go check that out. We will have the link on our show notes for you as well. So you can find that easily. <laughs> if not, just visit our website, sayeventsco.com. And there'll be other blogs for guest favors. Okay. Cool. So we hope you had fun learning with us today and your history lesson on guest favors. <laughs> and we hope that we're giving you um, some insight on how to make the right decision when it comes to planning your wedding day, specifically pertaining to guest favors. Absolutely. Okay. Until next time, make sure to hit subscribe and we will talk soon. Thanks. Take care. Bye guys. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.